Hey babes, thanks for joining me, your friendly neighborhood witch doctor. As I hinted last week, today is all about sex, baby. I've actually gone ahead and broken this up into two different episodes. Today is sex for one, focusing on you, your individuality, and how to get right with yourself. So next week, in sex for two, we can take today's podcast and make you highly effective and delicious in between the sheets with your partner. I um, felt a little different preparing this episode this week, and uh, I wanted to share something with you guys. I felt insecure and shy and honestly a little bit worried about how to talk about sex and, and not feel so weird about it. But then I realized, you know, yeah, I, I am a woman, but I'm a fucking doctor. If I feel shy and insecure talking about sex, then why would anybody feel comfortable opening up their secrets and their hearts to me or to your own practitioners to talk about your concerns with low sex drive, vaginal dryness, uh, feeling disconnection, sexual anxiety, performance anxiety, or anything in between? So you know what I decided? I'm going to woman the fuck up, and we're going to talk about sex. It's natural, and it's beautiful. So, with that being said, today is all about you. Yeah, the sexy, beautiful human being that you are. You. Now that I've got that confession off my chest, you know me, I like to start by stating the facts. In 2012, the condom company Durex did an extensive survey and found that Americans have sex 85 times a year. That averages once every 4.3 days. I mean, I get it. There are those of you that are like, holy shit, only 85 times a year? But there's 365 days, right? And then there's the rest of you who are kind of like me. Like, what the hell? Where did you find the time and the energy to even have sex 85 times this year? But... These next two research reports really break it down and are kind of dismal. The American Medical Association found that 40 million adult Americans are not having sex with their partners at all. And even more staggering yet, one in three American women report a lack of interest in sex, as found in the Journal of the American Medical Association. And in any sexual survey, The number one answer for issues? Can you guess? If you said low libido, you are absolutely right. That one by a landslide. But what the hell is going on? Sex is fun and beautiful and natural. Why are we not having more? Better yet, why are we not wanting to have it? What happened? So today, let's take charge. And let's get your fucking groove back, even if your name isn't Stella. In case anyone forgot, I am a fourth-generation acupuncturist, a doctor of oriental medicine and acupuncture, specializing in naturally living well. Sex, S-E-X, sex, is a major factor in naturally living well. So I'm going to be pulling heavily from ancient Taoist sexercises and techniques to help you realign your chi and start feeling sexy again. Yin and yang. We all know what it is. We've all seen the image, right? 
but it's a basic foundation of life. Yin and yang must coexist for there to be life. Even if they're coexistent and codependent, they can also consume one another, weakening or strengthening. If one is too strong, the other will be consumed. Taking care to find the balance of your yin and yang is the first step to finding yourself. It's really simple. If you're in a good place in life, right? You're emotionally stable, positive, you're feeling good. That promotes healthy sexual desire. But on the other hand, if you're emotionally in the red, feeling negative and depleted, this can also lead to a lack of sexual desire. This is proven by research, concluding that 20 to 45% of American adults reported loss of libido due to psychological issues, meaning anxiety, stress, depression, you name it, all have a factor. In Eastern medicine, emotions are actually different forms of energy. Some are consuming, some are positive and beneficial. They all are different. Sex, when done right, can be a form of healing. But before I can help you realign your chi, let's see if you're low on yin or low on yang. Take a mental note or keep a tally of the following to see if you could use a boost in your yin or your yang. Now remember, yin and yang will always equal 100 together. 80, 20, 70, 30, 60, 40, 50, 50, they're all 100. But the closer to equilibrium they are, the better balanced that you're going to feel. So this is in relation to one another. If you're low in yin, it means that you're low in yin compared to your yang level. So let's start there. Do you have trouble adapting to change? Do you seem insensitive? Are you uncomfortable receiving anything, even a compliment or a small gift? Do you create conflict? Are you controlling, unyielding, or domineering? Can you be overly aggressive or even violent at times? Do you not feel safe expressing yourself? Are you not a good listener? Do you insist on having things your own way? Do you have trouble seeing someone else's point of view? Do you play the role of a martyr? Do you lose yourself in a relationship? Do you give more than you have to support others and or neglect your own needs while taking care of others? Do you tend to give what you want to give, not what your partner needs or wants? Do you feel unable to give back to your partner? Do you have trouble asking others to give or difficulty asking for what you want or need? Do you rely on your partner for nurture and support without being supportive and nurturing yourself? Do you feel unable to receive what you need from your partner, including love, even when the partner is providing it or at least trying to? Go ahead and tally that up. And while you do so, let's start looking into people that might have low yang or too much yin. Because remember, they're interdependent and coexistent. For those of you wanting to check if you're low yang, 
Do you not assert yourself or stand up for yourself in relationships? Do you fall back on passive-aggressive ways when you want to get what you want? Do you have trouble setting boundaries in relationships? Do you feel put upon? Do you tend to get stuck in a rut? Do you withdraw or become secretive, creating distance in relationships? Do you prefer being a homebody rather than engaging in activities outside? Do you come off as unenthusiastic? Do you sometimes neglect your appearance more often than not? Are you easily taken advantage of, dominated, or controlled? Do you divert energy, attention, and efforts to interest other than your relationship? Do you focus on your own needs? Do you put all attention on careers or hobbies rather than on your own partner? Have you lost strength or a leadership drive? Do you rely on your partner for direction or leadership without being able to guide yourself? Have you become less creative? Are you running low on ambition? Do you have trouble keeping up with demands placed on you by others? Have you become cold, withdrawn, or hard to reach? Do you find it hard to define what you want? Do you feel easily misunderstood? Do you find your relationship unfulfilling? Go ahead and tally those up. In the meantime, holy shit, that list, I mean, those lists suck. I mean, whoa, they're really, really, like, depressing, right? Did you find yourself making tallies from both lists? You are totally normal. I did, and I'm sure most of you did too. We're both yin and we're both yang. We're just trying to find, in present times, right now, are we in balance in the yin or the yang department? Let's recalibrate and get back to who you normally were or who you would like to be. There are five things I need you to do before I can give you a to-do list to realign your chi. One, go ahead and take those tallies. Determine your dominant trait. Are you more yin or yang? Now, ask yourself, if you are in balance or out of balance right at this moment. Then take time to identify when, where, or how you are in balance. These are safe areas where you're doing awesome. Start there. Now, keep in mind, you are the master of your own destiny, which means... Sorry, sweetheart, you can't change those around you, no matter how hard you try. The only thing you can do is change your own perspective, your own action. But you know what? For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. It can be great, 
it can be fulfilling or it might not be something you like but change it happens it starts with you and lastly don't sweat the small stuff i see you stressing out oh my god am i more yin am i more yang am i doing this right let it go take a nice deep breath and we'll figure it out all you're doing when you worry and you stress is you're burning your energy unnecessarily now here's my to-do list for all of you and there's only three so it's very simple one love yourself spa day take time for a cup of tea or coffee go get your nails done get your hair did meet a friend take a walk take a nap do something for yourself literally take a personal day off two I like to move it, move it. Yes, move. Physical movement helps with chi flow. Don't be a stagnant swamp, but be a raging river. Move. That helps keep your chi flowing, your energy flowing, your blood pumping and all of that. Don't just sit there and stagger and let everything swelter and fester. Let it move. You'll feel better, I promise. And three... Try acupuncture. I mean, hey, I I am an acupuncturist, and I have seen amazing changes in those that get acupuncture. And yeah, this is a shameless plug for those in my industry. Shout out to acupuncturists. Now, you're probably wondering, oh my God, I know all this stuff. When are you going to get to the good stuff, the real stuff, the stuff I can actually use in the bed? Here it is. Sexual desire begins with being in tune with your own sexual energy. But sexual connection begins with being open to receiving someone else's sexual energy. That's why sex can be healing. It is an intimate and strong bond. You're not only giving your own energy, your precious energy to somebody else, but they're giving you theirs. So make sure that it's good, clean energy that you're receiving. Because you're going to be giving them some of yours. And yes, I remember today's episode is called Sex for One. Here are some sex exercises you can do at home alone to get back in touch with your sexy self. And yes, pun absolutely intended. There are three exercises we're going to go over. The first one is called the Sandman Release. I highly recommend that you find a comfortable area to lie down, bed, a floor, or you can be like me. I have a thick Sherpa blanket that I like to put down on the floor. It's nice and soft. Lie down on your back with your arms and legs spread out like a starfish or the Da Vinci Man if you want to be real technical. Now take three really slow, deep breaths. Regulate your body. Start with your feet. Imagine that your feet are turning into sand, melting and crumbling into the ground. Dissolve your feet. Once your feet are completely dissolved, move up towards your calves. Imagine that your calves are melting and crumbling, dissolving into nothingness. 
Once these body parts are fully dissolved, move up, dissolve your thighs, melt your bum, crumble your lower back, melt your chest, melt your arms until you are a pile of sand. Just breathe, relax. After two to three minutes of this state, I want you to start wiggling your fingers. Just slightly, ever so slightly, wiggle your fingers. Then when you have full sensation back in your fingers, wiggle your arms, then your chest, your lower back, your bum, your thighs, your calves, and your feet. And wait for a minute or two. Take two really nice and slow deep breaths and then slowly sit up. No matter what you do, do not try to jump up quickly because when the Sandman release is done correctly, you will be like your drunk off your rock or college self being dead weight unconscious on a friend's back. 500 pounds of drunken nothingness. You're going to be extreme dead weight. Keywords in this exercise. Slowly. Okay, make sure you do everything slowly. Is everybody feeling loosey-goosey? Good. That's the Sandman release. The next one is called The Three Locks. Sounds kind of kinky, right? I mean, it can be. The ancient Taoist texts clearly delineated the three locks as this exercise for men. But this is a true yin cultivation, which means women can benefit amazingly from it. This exercise draws energy from the top of the body down into the pelvis. The three locks is known to enhance orgasms in several ways. It generates chi, distributes energy in and to the pelvis, which intensifies sensation. So when used during sex, it distributes sexual energy to help make the orgasm an entire body experience. It's called three locks because it breaks down into three sections. Lock one is your throat. The second one is the abdomen. And the third one is your bum. For the throat lock, I want you to sit comfortably with your back against the wall. Make sure you have support. Hold your head upright while looking straight ahead. Now, tighten your throat muscles by pulling your chin down toward the front of your neck. Keep your mouth closed. This will create a sensation of closing your throat. Essentially, you're simply lowering your head. Hold this closed throat position for a count of three. Then as you slowly relax, raise your head back to resting position. Lock two is your abdomen. You can do this position seated or lying down. I mean, you're eventually going to be applying this to sex, so find your favorite position. You're going to draw your abdomen in by moving your belly button back towards your spine and upwards. So essentially, you're going to be sucking in your tummy. Hold 
for a count of three, then release. The last one is the bum lock. You're going to simply contract your muscles like you're holding a bowel movement. So hold your poop. You're going to count to three, but then squeeze more firmly until you feel your muscles higher up in the rectum start to contract. Hold this for a moment. Now release. I highly recommend mastering these three locks separately. Once you master them separately, you can do, do them consecutively by starting with the throat lock. Add the abdomen and finish with a bum lock. Begin by breathing out fully and slowly. Take a deep breath in, filling your belly. Now starting with the throat lock, close that lock. Without releasing, go ahead and lock your abdomen and lock your bum. Hold all three locks as comfortably as you can and as you exhale, release all three locks at the same time. Congratulations. You're now masters of the three locks. The last one is one of my favorite meditation techniques to do and to teach. It's called the inner smile. The ancient Taoists developed the inner smile in reflection of the predication that a smile has healing natures. I like to do this before a stressful day, before I give a seminar, or any time that I feel like I'm a little imbalanced because it's perfect for rebalancing the yin and yang, but also to control your emotional imbalance. All right. Everybody sit up. Comfortably sit up with your spine as straight as possible. Yes, posture. Close your eyes. Keep your neck and throat relaxed. Take a couple deep breaths, ones that really make your stomach rise with the inhales. Use your exhales to release any thoughts focused on the past or the future. We're focusing on the now. Rest your tongue on the roof of your mouth near your teeth line. Like Mona Lisa, smile gently. Like you have a delicious little secret. Continue breathing nice and slow. Focus your mind on the spot between your eyebrows. Your chi is directed by your mind, hence the mind over matter. As you focus on this space between your eyebrows, you might feel a warmth. Some of you may see a color. You're visualizing your chi. And for those of you that don't, that's okay. It doesn't happen overnight. Now, is everybody focused on that space in between your eyebrows? I want you to draw a line mentally from the space between your eyebrows to the spot in between your chest. And focus there for two minutes. Now, Draw a line down to two inches directly under your belly button. This is a very important spot. We call it Dantian, which is the center of sexual energy. Focus 
It's about three fingers widths from the center of your belly button, right below it, directly in line. Focus your mind on Dantian. And after two minutes, I want you to now draw a line mentally to your genitalia. This area might seem tighter or tenser. It might seem to refuse the chi, but it's showing you areas of resistance that need your focus. If you are sexually frustrated or there are low libido, lack of sex, whatever it is, blocking this area, you might have a harder time opening up that place. So focus there a little longer. When you feel comfortable, go ahead and release your tongue from the roof of your mouth and release your smile. Congratulations. Those are the first three, the most important three of today. Sexual organs in Eastern medicine are namely the kidneys and the organs in the lower abdomen. Go ahead and rub your hands together, and as you rub them, you'll feel them warming up. We like to say that there's chi collection. When they're nice and warm, place the palms of your hands on either side of your lower back, right where your kidneys would be situated. And I want you to massage nice and gentle in circular motions. The warmth, the fresh chi, and the circular motions gently coax the kidneys, help to send fresh chi to and from them. Go ahead and do about five to 10 circles. And when you're done, go ahead and redirect the chi back to your hands by rubbing them together. This time, place your hand around your belly button. Have your left and right thumb touching. Have your left and right index fingers touching. Your hands should look like they are in the shape of a heart, right? Place the belly button in the center of this heart and just draw circles, very gentle circles around your stomach. Do about five to ten circles and then release. The last thing I want to recommend surprisingly, is masturbating. According to Eastern medicine, women have a lot more sexual chi than men, and we lose less heavenly essence with each orgasm. So, in a way, women have it better, right? Just kidding. It just means we have quite a lot of leeway in terms of how often we can masturbate. For women, moderation is not so much about how much we are doing it, but more about how we are using it. Women should masturbate to connect with our own sexuality and then with a partner. But be well warned that for men and women, masturbating can be disconnecting and draining. In Eastern medicine, we see it as a lack of vitality and a lack of harmony. Masturbating cultivates yang, but because there is no yin to act as a counterbalancing energy, you can't replenish the sexual energy that's being expended, unlike sex where you're receiving and giving yin and yang. So, always in moderation.
There are some tea recipes that you can make at home to boost qi, yin, or yang. I will have these recipes up on the website and also on the uh, page here. And if you're interested in getting them directly, go ahead and send me an email. Um, if you like any questions to be answered or you have anything specific you want to ask me, you can send me an email as well. Again, that email is michelle at themichellelee.com. That's Michelle with two L's. I always respond. Now, babes, take a few moments every day that you can. Try and incorporate these exercises into your life. Getting in tune with your own sexuality, knowing what you like, where you like it, how you like it, this is the first step to getting back your libido and then getting back a better sex life. As cheesy and as cliche as it is, we're like fine wines. We get better with age. With the experience, the maturation, the love, channel that into your own confidence. Be that bombshell you first were by loving yourself. Take care of yourself. Be full. Feel sexy. Because next week, we're going to spice it up and take it a step further into sex for two. Guys, what are you waiting for? Get to finding yourself again, literally and figuratively. And until next week, mwah, Witch Doctor out.